Hey NAI football fans, this is Corey Thorpe with John Cooper back from uh, hiatus this week uh, here with Coach James Miller from Reinhardt University. Coach, how you doing this evening? Doing great. Coach, you know, uh, you know it's, it's been a while since we last talked to you, and, uh, you know, you guys are one of the few schools that are really close for us to get to. I know Corey was able to visit you guys about uh, last summer. I know I'm excited to get up there. Um, you know, what's going on? You know, you guys are starting the spring semester. Um, how's the off season going? It's going great. Uh, we've been at it a week. We actually start pretty early. Uh, we started last Monday. Uh, we hit the ground running. We've been in the weight room a week with our strength coach. Um, and so this is our second week together. Uh, we're going to go a group of degrees. Excited to, uh, to get them started in the weight room. We're going to be in there for the next really two months and uh, try to get a good eight-week cycle in and go on spring break and then Coach, are you guys one of those programs that wake up early in the morning in the off season? Yes, sir. We do because we have so many other teams on our campus, and and they use to steal, especially our, our lacrosse teams. Um, I try to stay out of their way because they do a great job for me in the fall, and uh, we'll do everything in the morning. So our big guys get up at six and lift, and then we'll have two skill sessions throughout the day. I'm curious, Coach. You talked about spring break. Um, you know, we have a lot of a lot of kids, whether it be high school or, or um, college, that tune into the podcasts. What's the best way for an athlete to stay focused over that one week of spring break and not lose any steam for for strength and conditioning? Well, actually, when we <laughs> when we come back from spring break, I try to get them. A little fear in their mind. Um, you know, I want, them, I want them to do it too. Uh, you know, uh, that's part of being in college, having the ability to, you know, to, to enjoy your spring break. I, I enjoyed mine when I was in school playing, and uh, you know, but you gotta, you, you gotta be mature enough to know that something's coming on the other end as well. Um, so really, really, it, it, it comes down to them and them having the ability to be handle both sides of it but uh, so when you come back from work week we do an early morning running uh, where we'll get up at 5 a.m. five days in a row and we'll put them through about an hour and hour and a half hour and 45 minutes just trying to find out how tough you are and, and we'll do that for five straight days that'll be the week before we start spring ball spring ball gets their legs under Coach, you know, let's talk about last season just a little bit. You guys add another uh, um, division title to your belt. Um, you know, most people don't know, our listeners, that you guys arrived on the scene in 2013, a young program that's accomplished a lot. And, you know, you, and I'll tell Corey this, and I'll tell our, our whole audience, however followers we have, I think almost 16,000 now, I'll die to it this day that Reinhardt is one of the most physical programs I've ever seen in the NAI. Um, you know, you guys had three all-conference offensive linemen 
But the guy I want to talk about, he's departing you, is uh, Trey Coney. Can you just put a little words for him? That big offensive lineman that was physical as piss. Yeah, he. Um, we got him out of Dublin. Um, he's not very tall. He's about six six foot, six foot one, three hundred and twenty five pounds. Um, just a very blessed individual. Uh, probably the best kid I've ever coached. Um, you know, besides a couple guys that I was fortunate enough to coach one with Virginia and Virginia Tech. I mean, but since I've been doing small college football, he's he's the most explosive, got the best feet, um, a great strike on him. Uh, just just a, a really, really, really talented football player. Um, you know, extremely strong in the weight room. I think he when he was all done, I think the most he ever did on squat was 670. Uh, just a big, strong, physical human that has really good feet. And, uh, you know, practice really hard, put a lot into it. Uh, he was here for four straight summers. Um, he was just live up here, and, and he, he got a local job. And he would work out from 8 to 10 every single day, all, all summer long. Um, so he put the work in to be the player that he became. I mean, to be a three-time All-American, I don't care what level you play at division one, division two, whatever, NAI, in my opinion, they're all great football. So to be a to be a three time all American is just extremely special. Um, it was special to coach him. He's a great young man, comes from a great family and uh, you know, we're gonna miss him. It's it's never easy uh, to replace a guy uh, of that caliber. Um, and uh, but I'm excited about it. You know, that's what makes coaching fun. That's the challenge. Uh, the challenge is for me to to have the ability because I still coach those guys. That's my position. Is to have the ability to uh, to find somebody that can. You know, we're not trying to find another Trey Tony. We're trying to find whoever the guy that takes his spot. You know, find their niche, find what they do best, and, and be the best football player for Reinhardt. Absolutely, Coach. You know, we just talked about Trey and, uh, you know, just how physical. And I, I think that really embodies just the Reinhardt Eagles is just that physicalness you guys have. Is that just something you guys look out for when you go recruiting? Or is that something you really hamper on in developing when they're there? Or is it just a mixture of both? Because, uh, you know, where does that physicalness come from from you guys? Um, I think it's the, the, the kids that we get out of Georgia. I mean, this is some of the best high school football in the country. Uh, we don't really move outside of the state of Georgia. We do a little bit, but not much. And and it starts with the high school coaches throughout the state and what they put into to our great game. And then we, we do look for it. Uh, we talk about it a lot, um, you know, especially up front on both sides of the football. Uh, we we want to control the line of scrimmage. I really believe that's where you win football games. Uh, defensively and offensively, and uh, we, we put a lot of stock into it. We put a lot of stock, you know, especially our guys and offense. You know, the one thing we always talk about is finishing guys and take pride in finishing people all the way to the turf. Take pride in playing as hard as you possibly can. And uh, it's a big, you know, our motto is pay the price. And, uh, you know, that's what we choose to do every single day in practice, from physical in practice, from physical in spring ball, or physical in fall camp. And uh, and I think it carries over to, to Saturdays. So it's, 
uh, it's something that we we harp on and we we show clips to the whole team if somebody does it in practice and stuff like that. So it's it's a uh, it's a really big deal for us. Coach, uh, the um, other two coaches that we've spoken with this off season have been Coach Nesbitt uh, from Ottawa, Arizona, and Coach Sosha from from Kaiser, who uh, you came in contact with earlier this season, and, and those are both uh, second-year programs, and um, I know you're in your third year as the head coach, um, but um, looking back at that and, and your experience there, what is the what is the key to establishing um, consistency and, and handling uh, the expectations of, of success? You know, it's it's really just establishing your culture and continuing to get the right guys that fit what you want to do on both sides of the ball and trying to keep that staff cohesion, uh, which is hard because when you win games, you know, people are going to call you about your coaches. And, uh, you know, we've been fortunate here that we haven't had much turnover. Um, and uh, I, I, I just think it's it's really buying into what you want to do as a program, how you want people to view you, and then uh, just capitalizing on that and recruiting your tail off to what you want to do and knowing what you want to do and, and getting the kids to buy into that. That's, that's an extremely big deal. And I, I look for those guys. I, I met, I had never met uh, uh, Coach Nesbitt before. I, I met him this, this past weekend at the Coach's Convention. And then um, I, I, I uh, also do Coach Social because they beat us in the regular season um, in a really tough game. Uh, and he does, a, he does a great job, man. Those kids play extremely hard. And they got a lot of talent. So uh, two years ago, um, y'all went to the national championship game. Um, the, yes, la- the last couple of years um, have been uh, – you've gone to the playoffs but haven't been able to get uh, over that kind of first-round first round hump. Um, what, do y'all, what do y'all have to do as a team to make uh, that second weekend and beyond in 2020? We've got to execute better. Um, that's really what's killed us the last two years is is executing what we want to do. You know, we were up seven nothing on Marion. We get an interception. We get down to the three yard line, and we run four plays, and we screw up something on four straight plays. So when you, when you're in a playoffs, every team is good. There there are no bad teams. And, and if you don't execute, especially against a team like Marion, you know I have the most respect for uh, how they do it and what they and, and what the product they put on the field. Um, you know you're not going to be successful. Um, our defense played lights out and has really played lights out the last two uh, seasons, especially in the playoffs. And we just we have to do better on offense. We. Uh, we just we have to execute better. We have to take advantage of of the little things, the little plays that uh, people give us, and we have to execute on them. I mean, two years ago against Concordia, I think we were down seven. We had a third and one. We put a check in for something they were going to do when we were going to try to quarterback sneak it, and we fumbled the snap. 
and doing that kind of stuff is always going to get you beat. So um, it's it's not a physical thing. It's not a it's not a anything of that nature. It really comes down to doing the little things great and executing. So it's been, it's been frustrating. Um, I don't think anybody you know when you make it to to where we made it uh, the first year. I think everybody always wants to make it back, um, but it's hard. And I think I think coaches will tell you, you know, this what St. Francis did for three years in a row. You know, it's not easy, and uh, that's what makes this game so great. And you know, being in the playoffs so great, you got to show up every single day, every single game. So, you know, we'll we'll uh, we, we're continuing to work at it. We're continuing to get better. Uh, we're busting our butt right now, and I'm really proud of the kids. Coach, you know. Uh... This is one thing I've been asking coaches throughout the off season. Uh, really interested and really want our followers just to just to gain the terminology and the background and the history of some programs, even if they're fairly young. Uh, so let me ask you: um, Do you think your kids have maybe one or two opponents circled on their schedule every year that they're just excited to get up for? Maybe a rivalry game. I know in the Appalachian, you guys are really spaced out over there. But is there just one game the kids look forward to? You know, we got in the league. Faulkner was a big rivalry. We 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 really got up to play them, um, and now they're back in the Appalachian, um, which I'm excited about because because it was you know I think when we played when we played Faulkner early on, I think we were two and two, um, so it was. It was going back and forth. Um, and then Lindsey Wilson early on was a really big rivalry, but we haven't played them in, since I've been the head coach. Um, Cumberland's Kentucky's always been a big rivalry for us. Um, you know, they recruit Georgia really, really hard. And, uh, you know, our kids know each other. Um, in our, and in Pikeville, We've always we've always had you know we've always had some tight games and we've always played each other tough uh, throughout the years and uh, Coach Holland does a tremendous job so there there's some rivalries out there for sure Point uh, Point uh, Point really puts out a good product they're extremely good on defense uh, so um, there there's been a bunch of rivalries throughout the years that our kids have. I've gotten up for, um, and uh, and it's been kind of cool. With as young as we are, like you guys are saying, there's still there's still those rivalries that uh, that we we've really enjoyed playing throughout the years. Coach, now one more question for me about scheduling. Uh, this past year, you guys you know jumped up a couple steps to play Kennesaw State. You know your in-state neighbor in the FCS. Um, is that something you guys are going to consider for the future, scheduling up maybe a game or two for, uh, you know, just a money game? And, you know, there's, there's been times in the AI where some teams sneak up and catch up on these big teams, and I definitely think you're one of the teams to do it. You know, is that something that's going to be a trend coming up for Reinhardt? I don't know, man. Um, they, you know, they, they had a problem with their schedule and, and – you know, I, I know Coach Bohan a little bit, and and he reached out to me, and and we really just want to help each other out. I, I think it's great for both communities because we're only 25 minutes apart, and 
uh, it was a great environment, a great atmosphere. Um, it could be potential. I mean, it could be potential for another opponent, possibly. Um, it's got to be the right fit, though. Um, it kind of really hurt us in the polls. Uh, when we lost to Kimmison, we dropped eight spots. And, uh, you know, so it, it, it makes it a little reluctant. Um, but but I really, I really, I think our kids really enjoyed it. Um, they enjoyed the experience. Uh, they enjoyed playing in that environment. I think that's always good. Um, and, that, and, and playing against a really good football team. in Kansas State, I think, when we played them, you're fourth in the country in FCS. So um, you're, you're playing against some dudes for sure. So it could be a possibility in the future. So on your, on your defense, um, you have seven all, uh, all Appalachian uh, division guys returning, um, and, and then you, you lose one um, in Seth Fallen who had 12 tackles for loss and, and seven sacks. Talk a little bit about um, what you're excited about from your defense next year. Yeah, we got a really good group coming back. And then we actually, uh, we lost a senior the first game of the season last year to a, to, to a torn bicep, and he'll be back as well, uh, Tion Burroughs, who's probably our best football player. Um, but uh, we we got a great group of guys. I, I have a really outstanding defensive staff. Um, Coach Scott. Uh, Coach Blue, Coach Williams, uh, Coach Blue's our DB's coach. Coach Scott's our defensive coordinator. He's been here six years. Uh, coach Williams is our D-line coach, and then Coach Peoples coaches our corners. Um, they do a tremendous job preparing our kids every week. Um, the effort that that side of the ball plays with is is kind of our calling card. Um, and we've had we've had a good run of some really really good D-line. And, uh, you know, we're big and kick up the gut. Um, and we got to replace Seth. Uh, he, he, he was a kid that had a tremendous year for us, kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, really didn't see that completely coming. But he put the work in this summer. He stayed up at our school all summer, got him a job, was lifting every single day, and, uh, you know, put the work in to, to, uh, to earn everything he got. So, uh, you know, we're going to miss him. we got a young kid named Rashad Wooden from uh, high school down in South Georgia that uh, I think has all the ability to be a, to be a really, really special player. Um, our leader of our group, Sebastian Laguerre, um, who's also from Georgia, comes back at Mike Linebacker. He'll be a senior next year. Tremendous football player, tremendous young man. Um, and then we have two outside linebackers in Malik Grant and then Kenneth Lowry that played really good football with Garrett actually got hurt against Marion and they both had to play the rest of the game so they got really good experience and then the, the place that I feel like we've really kind of taken off the last couple years um, is our secondary uh, we, got a, we got two safeties that are tall, Sidney Ham and Kellen Neal um, we got corners with Jacoris Lamar, Oglesby, uh, 
a young kid named Cam Brooks, a guy coming off an ACL from last spring, Chris Long, that nobody knows about. He hasn't played yet. Um, that's a really, really uh, talented football player. Um, so a lot of good football players returning. Um, you know, and our, our D-line, though, has been kind of what has set us apart. Um, and and we, we've got some really good players uh, at that position. And it, and it starts with our interior guys, Jacquez Hart, Hervey, um, you know, Garrison Walker, uh, Zayron Stubbs. Uh, we got to replace some guys. We lost some good ones up front. And so we got some work to do. But I, but I like the guys we got behind them. So uh, we, we've kind of established a tradition, you know, here at Reinhardt of being a really good physical defense that is well coached and, and does, you know, just does their job. Uh, kind of a blue collar group, um, which I like. That's that's what I like. That's what that's what I was in college when I played, and, and that's what I like my team to be known as. And uh, we're definitely that on defense. So excited to get to excited to see how they gee coach it sounds like what you're saying to me is that if uh kids stay over the summer get a local job and and commit to weightlifting over the summer that it provides dividends for them how about that yeah and it really really helps those guys that can prepare those guys that can uh do things the right way um you know and 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 do what we're asking them to do. You know, if they don't stay, we send them home with a workout. And you know, the Garrett didn't stay last summer, but when when he showed back up on campus in August, he was he did everything in his power to prepare himself to have a great uh, junior year. We had a freshman corner who I didn't mention before, Weddington, who you know came in August and stayed with us over the summer, but prepared himself the right way. Uh, to be the best he can be. Coach, last question, and we're going to let you go and enjoy your uh, family, your yourself, you know, on a nice Wednesday night. Yes, um, you know, what is your bread and butter run play when it comes down to it? Is it the belly, the trap, the speed suite? We love to see you guys out in the perimeter. What's that bread and butter run play for you guys? Favorite play in football is the belly. Yes, coach. That that makes me excited. I'm laying on the couch. I just got up. The belly is awesome because it has a answer for everything schematic wise. You know that. I know that. And that's why I love. That's why I love wearing this Reinhardt shirt. Uh, you know, I played for the Faulkner Eagles. We were a spread team, but nothing freaking beats the belly. I'm a high school coach in Florida, and you just made my night, coach. I appreciate that. Absolutely, man. There's nothing better in the world. Than, than a good down block and a good kick out. Heck yes, Coach. Well, Coach, we absolutely appreciate you joining us tonight. Um, you know, we are guaranteed to make a Reinhardt game in the fall next year. Um, you know, we have it circled on our schedule. At some point next year, we will be at Walliska. Um, but, you know, we are excited to watch because you guys are coming in as, uh, you know, a, I, I would safely say Reinhardt's in my preseason top ten, Corey. And, you know, so, Coach, we appreciate you spending time with us tonight, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, and good luck this offseason. Hey, appreciate you guys. You guys are always welcome. If you want to come to spring ball, anything, uh, we love to have you. Uh, we got sideline passes waiting for you. And, uh, you know, you're always welcome at 
Coach, I appreciate you. You take care now. Yes, sir. You guys too. Have a great night. Thank you.